0: I'm Jackie from Cape Town in South Africa.
1: Andre from Brisbane. I'm Ben Wiley from Botswana.
2: Jim Panton from Edinburgh in Scotland.
0: I'm Lisa Brigno from Christchurch, New Zealand. Nick Kivinji from Nairobi, Kenya. I'm Biggie from Tel Aviv
1: in
2: Israel. I'm Andy from Vancouver, Canada. This is Harish from Bangalore in India. I'm Brigitte Zijperstein from Vrucht, the Netherlands. I'm Dougie Nisbet from Durham in the UK.
0: And you're listening to Run with Coach Parry.
2: Welcome back to the next edition of Run with Coach Parry. I'm Brad Brown and we've got Lindsay Parry with us once again. And uh, yeah, we've got some great feedback uh, from the change of the podcast. If this is the first one you're listening to, and it's new guys, welcome! And uh, yeah, our goal is just to to dig really deep and uh, try and help runners as much as we can around the planet. It doesn't matter what you're training for, whether it be a 5K or if you're planning to to do your first park run or if you're training for a half marathon PB or you just want to finish your first marathon, we definitely definitely want to help. So that's a little bit of background. If you are enjoying the podcast, please do leave us an iTunes review and a rating. It's helps us get in front of more eyeballs and into more ear holes so to speak and it helps us grow this community as well if you're looking for a training program we've got a whole bunch on our website all you have to do is head over to dot forward slash start and that's where you can get uh, all those training programs well we've got another guest uh, on the podcast today before we introduce her let's uh, touch base with a coach Lindsay. welcome back nice to nice to touch base with you again uh welcome back
1: yeah no looking Looking forward to chatting, catching up with another runner and helping them on their journey and making it a successful one.
2: I love it. Well, let's get straight to that runner. And she joins us now from uh, my old stomping ground, Krugerfornia on the West Rand of uh, Joburg. Taryn Coots, welcome on to uh, Run with Coach Perry. Thanks for, for joining us today.
0: Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to join you.
2: Taryn, before we get into what you're training for and and what uh, Lindsay can Mm -hmm. help you with, tell us a little bit about yourself, sort of work-wise. What do you do? Why do you run? uh, What sort of distances are you focusing on? Uh,
0: Work-wise, I'm in the animal health industry. So I'm a medical rep who sees the vets. So, yeah, that's what I do. Lots of traveling. Um, I started running because it was convenient to fit in with the family life and then yeah I just continued from training for trying to do a 10 to a 21 to a marathon and then decided to try comrades which I did my first one last year then after comrades I decided let's just go back a bit and try and fix the speeds and try and get better pbs on the shorter distances the 21s and the 42s and that's where I am now awesome stuff
2: why like I mean how long have you been running when did when did you start
0: I started the where are we now.
2: January was two years ago. Okay, so so, so a couple of been years running
0: you, for two years.
2: Got a nice yeah, space. Yeah. I'm going to hand you Just over to the coach, uh, Lindsay, Jump in and uh, let's see see how we can help Taryn.
1: Yeah, cool. This this is a, a another lack like of call because um, we've we've clearly got the typical South African journey, which is we almost start running and then we have to run comrades because you're not a a runner in South Africa unless you run comrades. <laughs> Um, But you have made, the, in my opinion, the the very wise decision to first become a good runner or a better runner at the shorter distances. And one thing that I can assure you is that the faster you are over the short, the better you will be over long. The problem that most people sit with is they're trying to balance both ends of that stick. So in South Mm -hmm. Africa, we tend to spend the first six months getting good for long and then we want to spend the second six months getting fast. Um, but we actually should be recovering properly from comrades. So you've already made uh, quite an important decision and step in, in making this successful because you're giving yourself every chance of success. So a couple of questions for you, um, from me, how many times a week are you currently running? and give me a rough idea of what that structure looks like from Monday to Sunday.
0: Okay, so for comrades, I actually followed your finishes program, which said run four times a week. So I run now a two typically a Tuesday, a Thursday, and then a Saturday and a Sunday um the weekday runs will be one fast run so we'll do a speed work over an 8k so you can call it your time trial if you want to um a little bit of a slower run and then on the weekends we'll do i'll do about between 10 and 15 on a saturday and 20 or more on a sunday on a slower distance on a slower pace yeah
1: Okay, and your your specific goals now, you you want to get faster over the shorter stuff, but do you have some specific goals? Where are your PB sitting roughly at the moment?
0: Okay, so on last Thursday, I actually did my, my PB um, on the cradle race uh, on a 21, which was 206. So previous to that was a 210, so four minutes faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then... Right now, my PB on a marathon is about 4.38. Um, okay. But that was before comrades. That was my, my PB before comrades, yeah.
1: Okay. So have you got a, a marathon lined up that you've entered that you're training for?
0: For Kapsuhoop.
1: Okay. End of, yeah. So we, we, we're training in, in for a marathon in November. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, again, um, the basic ingredients are in place. Um, you are getting a little bit more running experience. I I do find that people can really improve a lot by maintaining a four-day-a-week training program. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you start to get more specific about your goals, there is room for maybe a fifth day, but I wouldn't hurry into that fifth day. It really does depend on how you are handling the, the training and how you mm-hmm. are recovering from that training. Okay. Mm-hmm. so. You've got loads of time. I mean, we we're talking to each other in May, um, and your mm. goal marathon is is only in in November. So, from a, a structural point of view, I wouldn't make a lot of changes to your training program, um, but there are a few things that that I would look at at doing now. The first is not to start training too hard too soon for the marathon. Okay, so okay. over the next the next couple of weeks still want to maintain quite a general preparation phase. So doing the odd hard run on a Tuesday and slowly building up your mileage, particularly for one run, um, being your Sunday run, you would build that up over the time. What you want to do in terms of targeting that specific marathon is your last two to three weeks will be a taper
2: mm.
1: and your ten. 12 weeks preceding that will be what we'll call your peak training period. Okay, mm. So up until then, you really want to just build a body that can handle 10 weeks of, of, of hard and, and little and slightly intense training. The other change that you, you, you may want to consider if you've got the time to do it is that because you're training for a downhill marathon is that you do want to get into a gym and get nice strong glutes and nice strong quads, because mm-hmm. okay, that's mm-hmm. going to help you out a, a lot um, uh, when you get to the rest. So, yeah, that Tuesday I would keep as your as your harder run. Um, but as you get more into the specific cycle of the training, you would you wouldn't just keep doing a, a hard 8k or a time trial type of thing every week after week. I would look at breaking that up into doing some fartlacks some time trials. Um, some hill work, but essentially you 'll have that one day a week that'll be quite hard you 'll have the easier recovery week uh, run, which will be somewhere between eight and twelve. maybe it'll get to about fifteen ks when you hit your peak marathon training on the Saturday. I like the fact that it's it 's a long ish easy run, but it 's not long long
0: mm. and
1: then on the sunday you 're going to have to gradually build that up so that you tip in those peak weeks you will run at least 25 k's, up to about 36 k's. Um, mm. uh, and if you stick to those things, then you're going to improve a lot. I mean, you, you, You've gotten to the point now where I think you can start thinking about a sub-2 hour 21.
2: That's uh, what I
0: want to do by the end of winter.
1: Yeah, so if you, if if you get that right… Look, it, it is possible. Again, you, you are going to up that mileage just a little bit on the weekend, but not not ridiculous. Get it up to to a regular run of of twenty to twenty five ish, and as I said, start throwing in a little bit of of fart lacks and whatever. But you also don't want to do too much of that too early. Um, mm. And yeah, you get yourself to, you you will get pretty close to, to 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 two hours, which will then put you in a position to running around a 4.10 to 4.15 marathon. Um, Obviously, Mm -hmm. that'll depend on how close you get to under two hours. I mean, if you end up with a one hundred and fifty or to one hundred and fifty five, then that puts you in line for a 4 to a 4.05 marathon. Okay, perfect. Um, Yeah, have you got some specific questions that you'd like to ask or or things that you are battling with uh, that we can maybe help you with?
0: I was born with a club foot on my left my left okay. foot which has been fixed but what I battle with is especially when I look for shoes is that my left foot pronates really badly and my right okay. foot is com- completely neutral so okay. um, I'm in anti- I'm in pronation shoes at the moment in Brooks which up until now I haven't had an injury related to shoes I've been basically injury free for the two years of my running um, but I am a lot weaker on my left. Yes. My, I mean, my left calf is smaller than my right calf, so there is definitely a weakness there. Um, yeah. Do I do more strength training on the left side, to, or how do I approach it?
1: Okay. So, so this is a fantastic question. So, you don't do extra strength training on the left hand side. But what you do is whatever strength training you do. You always do it single leg. Okay. So okay. if you're in the gym, for example, you would do single leg presses, or you do step ups onto a bench, or you do um, single leg squats. So you you don't do exercises where your strong leg can help the left leg. Okay. Okay. And you All right. and you always do your repetitions first with the left leg or the weak leg. So okay. if you're doing if you're doing single leg squats, for example, um, perhaps you'd start with body weights initially, but maybe you start adding some some lighter weights. But you always do left leg first. Whatever weight and whatever um, number of repetitions you can do with the left, you then repeat with the right. Okay. okay. And that, right. that's quite in, it's quite important to do it that way, because what will then happen is obviously the exercise won't be nearly as challenging for the right mm. as it will be for the left, but okay. it means that at some point in time you will get close. And when the okay. left catches up to the right, you can progress them both together. Otherwise okay. you're always going to have an imbalance. And if, you, if yeah. you specifically target and do more on the left, for example, it's also difficult to figure out when when does the balance shift. Okay. okay. So while the right is stronger than the left, it's always going to do more work and it actually mm. becomes more at risk of injury than the left, mm. yeah. not, not the other way around. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if we do it this way and you work the left hard, it will catch up to the right eventually. The other thing that's v- very important for you to do is to do, stability type of exercises so when you are in the gym it's not all about strength 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 they get they always have hedgehogs or stability pads or bozu balls you want to spend a little bit of time doing single leg balance always right and left whatever the left does the right also does Um, if they've got a mini they've got a mini trampoline in the gym you want to do a little bit of of um you don't have to do it for long you do it you do each little thing for like thirty seconds, but you do a little bit of running on the trampoline, then jump twice, jump twice, jump three times, jump three times, jump on one leg for ten seconds, other leg for ten seconds. But those are really great stability exercises, and if okay. and and really that's one of the the areas where you're going to battle with, it, particularly when you've had that much surgery, um, to to correct that that foot is your stability mm. is one of your 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 difficulties. Weak. So, Mm. Yeah, Look, down the road, if you build up sensibly, you shouldn't need your mm. your 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 good leg will adapt just fine to those anti-pronation shoes. So you yeah. shouldn't have to worry about your shoes as long as you are always building up slowly over time and doing your your strengthening exercises. Down the road, if you were to get to a point in time where there were some problems that that cropped up, then you you could get to a podiatrist where you would have neutral shoes where the, sh- the 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 left foot would then get specifically adapted and they would build a specific insert but the way that you've gone about running and it being sensible I don't actually foresee that being an issue it's just that if a problem does ever crop up just know that that is an option where you can get a neutral shoe your right foot will be fine in it and your left foot can get a orthotic or something similar made for it.
0: Perfect. Okay. Um, and then my hips. My hips, are just they just hurt <laughs> when okay. I do the long runs. So, okay. of your 42s plus, that's when it really starts to hurt.
1: Okay, so that is linked to the two things, which are one, that you haven't actually been running for that long.
0: Okay.
1: And two, that you do have quite a Um, big biomechanical challenge. All right. So the combination, the the way that you're going to deal with that hip pain is to actually make sure that you build up quite gradually in your your Mm -hmm. long runs, but that you do need to get them up um, to a a certain level that you will consistently do longer runs. But that, so part of the issue will be taken care of over time. Of course, Mm -hmm. if there are too many situations where there's that sudden Increase where you mm-hmm. where you are getting sore hips quite consistently, then you are risking getting an injury. So that's why the, the, it also needs to be tackled from exactly. the other side. Which get into okay. the gym, do strengthening work, particularly mm-hmm. of the glutes, the lower abdominals, lower back, quads. Oh. Oh. Those are your, those are the those are the muscles that you're putting intense pressure on when you are running, mm-hmm. and if you do strengthen that and also just gradually build up that, um, that mileage uh, and stay with four days a week. I would say, you know, just taking that into account, that's quite important for me, certainly for the next year. Perhaps when you've been running for three or four years, there will be place to then add a fifth run in the week. But for now, it'll also give your hips the, the break and the recovery that they
0: need. Okay. I have been doing a lot of um, work, uh, strength training with resistance bands for my hips, mm-hmm. um, where you put it around your ankles and you walk however many paces to the left and then to the right. Uh, yeah, so good. I've been doing good. that. Um, and then a lot of side planking. Apparently side planking is also very good if you battle with your hips. Yes. I don't know if that's true or how true.
1: But... No, no, no it, 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 it is. So I'd continue with, with doing those. Um, mm. uh, squats are also really good for strengthening your glutes and your okay. hips as are, as are step-ups. So you'd start on a low bench and you then move that to, to doing step-ups on a, on a high bench. And the proprioceptive stuff that I've told you about, balancing on one leg,
0: like,
1: uh, that's okay. really good. Uh, when you okay. get quite good at balancing on one leg. If you do get to that point where just standing on the bosu ball is, is easy, you can close your eyes. Um, and that'll then- totally throw you out, but it'll provide <laughs> stimulus. And once okay. that's no problem, you can get someone to hurl objects at you while you catch them and and really okay. improve that stability.
0: Okay. Um, and then one thing I wanted to add to my training is spinning. Is that something on cross training that you would recommend?
1: Yeah, so look when you're going into the gym, uh, no problem. Adding probably up to two spinning sessions. Certainly one, it would be a good idea. Possibly two would be a good idea, but then you need to see how am I responding. Does it make me too tired? Push me over the edge, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Okay,
0: because generally I keep Monday as a complete rest day where I do nothing. And then a Tuesday and a Friday, I try and do something different. So cool. I didn't know if I start with spinning, should I just start with it on a Tuesday and see how it goes and then maybe incorporate it into a Friday class as well.
1: Absolutely. Very okay. sensible way of doing it. If you do the first one and, and you respond well to it, then you try the second one.
0: Yes. Okay. All right. Perfect. Perfect. And that's where cool. I'm battling. Cool.
2: That sounds <laughs> At awesome. At
0: the moment. Yeah, well, so, yeah. Great, great advice. Thanks for the advice and the help because yeah, it just just really puts everything in line of what I need to do. So, yeah.
1: Cool. Awesome. Absolute
2: pleasure. Taryn, thank you thank so much you. for joining us here on the podcast today and uh, to the coach as well. Thanks for your advice. Don't forget, if you'd like to be part of one of these calls, head over to uh, coachparry.com forward slash join. Become a member of uh, the Coach Parry online community. You can get all the details there. If you're looking for training programs as well, head over to coachparry.com forward slash start. Taryn, best of luck and the build-up to the marathon in November. And uh, Coach, we look forward to catching up with you again next week. Uh, have yourself a great week. Bye-bye.